Welcome to Resoul Rebels Radio, the show for anyone who has the guts to engage with the unknown while we get to know more about who we are. In the second Light Language Lab series, I continue to explore light language. We'll keep exchanging the magic of the codes. Together, we'll remember, liberate and integrate more and more of our fullest multidimensional potential. Let's set out as one tribe of pioneers on adventure. To help me continue creating this podcast, you can now also contribute via PayPal. Any donation is super appreciated. You can also subscribe or leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show. If you feel drawn to my work and feel called to awaken more of your multidimensional skill set, check out my healing and code art services and contact me. All details can be found in the show notes. This is a conversation episode where my special guests share how they unwrap their unique expression. What can we learn from their stories? And of course, besides talking about it, we'll get to listen to what we created in my experimental lab space. Today, my guest is Lotus Imana, a magical soul sister, light language vocalist and DJ. A duchy living on Ibiza, working with divine hertz frequencies, instruments like her native flute and her light language vocals, she fuses the realm of ancient medicine music with electronic dance music in a unique way. She's here to raise the frequency of all who come to her dance floor. Let her magical tunes move you into soul remembrance. We start in the lab space with a healing sound journey in chapters, passing by all that we are and been through. We first reconnect to spirit and the powers of the universe, so we set out well prepared. We honor how we can be deep like water, full of pleasure like fire, fierce like the wind and grounded like the earth. Remember, 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 we are the sensuous gods and goddesses, the wise elders and the playful children. In our conversation, we talk about how she weaves the world of festivals and channeling, how mantras helped her finding herself and her true artistry, how sitting on cliffs seemed her best spot for spiritual discoveries, how shyness is just not in her DNA, on what drives her to be a bridge into the spiritual in a dance scene with lots of alcohol and drugs, and on how she surprised me by flipping the onesie question. Last but not least, we share an amazing dance track, Mad Zazir by Derun, with both our vocals on top of it. Enjoy and don't forget to dance. Welcome to the lab space. You are about to receive a sound journey and light co-transmission. A journey like this is best listened to with earphones, an open mind and an open heart. Remember, it's not about the musicality. It's really about feeling the energy, the frequency. First, I'll guide you through three minutes of grounding work. 
after that the transmission will start. Of course you can listen anywhere. The best way to soak it all up is to lie down or sit in meditation posture with a straight back. See what works for you so you can fully surrender to the magic of the codes. Let's shortly ground ourselves to get in this receptive mode. Let's breathe in and out a couple of times together. And of course, keep breathing and every out breath you sink deeper, deeper into your body. Uh, we're gonna let roots spiral deep into the earth, moving from our feet, going down, down, moving through the mycelium, passing the earth crystals, moving down, down, into the core of the earth, Mother Earth's heart, into her lava, hot like the sun. Ah, so much energy, so much warmth. Gulp it up, 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 letting any leftover debris in your system evaporate effortlessly while we move up, up up through the soles of our sweet feet feel how they are anchored like a tree firm and still ready to be moved by the wind feel your lovely legs that carry you every day let them fill up with the nourishing lava like nectar connecting aligning with this beautiful planet that is our home. Breathe in through your base, through your genitals, your belly. Let it rise to your heart, the one that always beats for you. Let it move up, up to your chest, your throat, your head your crown connecting to the sky and your sky-like nature mind expanding connecting to all our other homes in this universe become the tree a beautiful ancient tree with your leaves your rooftop of leaves extending into the cosmos and your roots extending into the earth creating a gorgeous cycle a gorgeous bubble to be in protected letting in only that which serves your highest good and highest purpose and you're ready Spirit, time 
us to manifest our beauty and grace into these physical realms. Help us to embody in the physical all that we're here to bring. Father Sky, Father Sky, 
sacred animals teach us your natural mercy. And winged one, winged one, winged ones make it fly. Yeah. 
so I'd like to welcome you back. Ground into where you are, your location on this beautiful planet. Feel your feet, wiggle your toes. Move your fingers, make a nice stretch, do whatever you feel is nice for your body to come back into your beautiful body that carries you everywhere without complaining, well, not too much. Yes. And be sure to drink some water. And you're back. So let's dive into the conversation. Hmm. Lotus. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Mm. It's so awesome to be here with you in Ibiza. <laughs> and um, well, listeners, you should see this because we have a wonderful view. Mm. We look outside over grass field and then we see like a sort of hill or maybe we could call it a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> A small, for, for Dutchies, it's definitely a mountain. <laughs> yes, even though my mom would definitely say, that's not a mountain. <laughs> it's like a big, 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 big hill. Mm. And the birds are whistling their song. Yeah. And um, yeah, well, what's interesting is that I just get to know you today, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we already have like a lot of plans <laughs> we just recorded the transmission yes super powerful yeah so curious to hear it back yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> definitely yeah what i really liked is that we both have this like elfish um like a high 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 frequency fairy like fairy like languages yes yeah yeah, so it's so lovely to to already like explore a bit um, the dimensions we share. Yeah, so mm -hmm. thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> and um, yeah, I also feel with this transmission, we really we really uh, meandered through so many aspects. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was a beautiful synergy and harmony of different layers of conversations of clearing mm. of empathy mm. nearly like we were holding each other and going through our whole past journeys of all what we've been through and how far we've come mm. honoring our journeys yes yeah yeah that's how it felt definitely yeah, and for me, it also felt like the celebration of our birthright to mm. 
enjoy pleasure and the orgasticness and joy of life. See, and the creation of the here and the now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and today is also the day of the yellow human. <laughs> <laughs> and port 11. Yeah. And the affirmation is, I create. Well, we created, my love. Yeah, so what a day. Mm. Yeah, and I got to know you via Inti Wasi. Mm, inti. Inti, 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 uh, our beautiful brother yes. who just left um, to go back to Holland to do his work. Back from Ibiza. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it's such an honor to have you here mm. and to explore together. And yeah, I guess the first thing I would like to ask is to connect to where we are. We're on Ibiza. Mm -hmm. So how did you end up here? <laughs> well, listeners, <laughs> this is going to be a nightly podcast. Yeah. Um, wow. If you could see this, this was a massive bird flying over the land that I've never seen on this land before. Yeah, I saw Did it. Did you it saw looked it? like a hawk? Yeah, right? Yeah, it looked like a hawk. Wow, that was Beautiful. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Well, I got here in 2016. Mm. This is when I slowly came out of my second burnout and heart problems mm, wow yeah i was nearly reaching the age of 30 and i was i was raised by um if you want abundance you work hard so already on the age of 14 i had three different jobs next to my study mm -hmm. the typical calvinistic uh, yes such approach yes Hooray. yes <laughs> the pretentiousness <laughs> of the matrix so i felt that strongly throughout my life and um i was always in survival mode mm. always in survival mode so when i was um 25 mm -hmm. no 24 I went back to Amsterdam to do a bachelor degree and uh, in media and communication. And I got in touch with numerology and I always, throughout my life, I felt so sensitive towards all and could feel and see things that were unexplainable to me. Mm -hmm. So I really had a strong connection with spiritual activities and spiritual awakening so this is when I started to organize my own festival in Amsterdam called 1111 mm. to create that bridge already between spirituality and the electronic music scene where in general, obviously, because of drugs and alcohol abuse, there's a little bit less attention towards pureness and spirituality yeah. awakening in general. So I found that an inter interesting combination. So I started to organize that for four years. Three years, uh, we were sold out. It was abundance. It was flow. It was amazing. And then the last year, um, in 2014, 23rd of August, it was 12 degrees and pouring rain all day on the festival. Mm. Which 
led to the fact that I missed out on 20,000 euro to pay everyone for the festival that has <sighs> been working there. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, people came to the bar to ask for tea because it was so cold on the on the 23rd of August, 12 oh. degrees. So that end of the night, I went into the container where we had all the administration and I could calculate the math in my head and I fainted and the ambulance came and they were like, hello, wake up. I was like, how on earth am I mm. going to get 20,000 euro to pay all these people? I don't know. Mm, I get shivers when you say it. Yeah. So what did I do? I went back to live with my mom. I got myself a waitress job. And for two years, every month, all my salary. Okay, here's 50 euro for you, 100 euro for you, 200 for you. Until I paid most of them, except for one of the investors. But because of that, a lot of people didn't understand. They didn't have as much empathy, empathy as I would hope for. So I had pressure from all sides. So because of that, I got my second burnout and heart problems, massive panic attacks every day, sitting at my mom's dining table. I couldn't eat because it was just like... <gasps> yeah, just suffocating. Suffocating from all the pressure. So going through that whole cycle brought me back to songwriting with a guitar again. And I was like, okay... I am so done with Holland. I am so done. Forgive me, Holland. I still love Holland, but I'm so done. With the weather. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just a whole matrix of buying a house, getting children, ma getting married, um, more money, a bigger company. Oh, and the expectations. It, wow. Yeah. It was like, <gasps> this is not me. Mm -hmm. So suffocating, as you said. So I nearly finished and I said to my mom, Mom, I'm going to go to Ibiza. And she said, okay, you're going to go for a holiday. That's nice. Yeah, you deserve one after all this, all these happenings. And I said, no, it's a one-way ticket. Hmm. And she was like, but isn't that the drug and the party island and... I was like, my Ibiza is calling me, but I've never been to Ibiza before. My mm. heart just told me, go to Ibiza. So mm. I left. That was six years ago. Wow. And here I still am. Hmm. And did the island, what was the impact of the island when you settled in? Hmm. No, I remember the... I remember the first butterflies falling in love here. Like the first, I literally landed from the plane and it was like this, <sighs> I'm home. <laughs> oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. The, um, this is why every now and then I still leave the island, either it's for my music or deliberately I go to Holland just to get that fresh feeling again. Mm -hmm. As you know, by now, Ibiza can be very intense energy-wise. Yeah, it is. Scorpio Island, back and forth, left, right, center. So it, it's a challenge to live here. It's not cheap. It's energy-wise. It's really asking a lot for you to stay grounded. It's not 
it's it, it it's lacking a lot of structure and stability as we know in Holland but that's also the exciting part but mm. obviously sometimes the mind can play tricks on you and you have to go back to your heart again and realize that nothing is in control the whole no if you want to control something here <laughs> yes no no mama Ibiza smacks you in the face mm. and tells you differently it's like if you don't Ride with the divine feminine. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to no. achieve anything. It's like completely... To me, she feels like uh, ayahuasca almost. Yeah. Also like purging your patterns. Definitely. And if you resist, you purge some more. Yeah. But if you let her, <laughs> she might heal you. Yeah. 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 It's like she's almost like, oh, you didn't learn yet. Okay. Boom. Here, you have another one. Still didn't learn. Okay. Boom. Another one. And it goes on and on and on. So the only thing you really can do is really, really, really go with the flow and realize that all the power needs to come within you because it's already inside of you and don't detach from all around you from everything around you mm. so yeah beautiful yeah mm. so a hardcore place but also empowering if you learn how to ride it yes now i get this image of like a wild horse but <laughs> <laughs> you sort of need to well yeah. untamable but to yeah. learn to stay on it on her back yeah it's true yeah yeah yeah. it's beautiful and it's something to be very grateful for and i think obviously every now and then i i ask myself okay should i leave and then there's my thoughts drifting off to mexico for example but then again there's this whole family tribe now so many people that I love and that love me if only I could just pick them up and place them just like that in Mexico uh, I might have been gone already but at the same time there's so much beautiful nature here mm. and yeah just if you're open to learn the lessons and every time tune back into what you already have and the gratefulness, then she's much more gentle on you. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and um, in between all those things, you actually you gave glimpses of your your um, well, career is a is an old structured word, <laughs> yes. but uh, because you said yeah, and then I arranged events and festivals, so that's. That um, ignites my imagination, like, wow, um, yeah, what a path. Because it's, how, how did you, because what I'm looking forward to, to get to as a sort of point is like, how did you, how did you start flying with the festivals? What was the, the, um, how did you get there to to be able to start and host festivals and then um, how you developed into what you do now where you combine your um, DJing with the channeling, which is such a yeah beautiful combination. So it's really intriguing for me how those how you have woven those worlds, <laughs> so to speak. Hmm. Big question, but yes, that is a big question. 
I think it's a, it's a matter of uh, quite some things. Mm. A lot of different aspects, elements that have to do with my personality trait, with my Mayan, with my star sign, with my past, with my past lives, with my Akashic records, my karmic field. It's It's all, I guess... Already from when I was very, very young, mm -hmm. um, my mom was a professional singer. She's always been a musician. Mm. And she, I was not planned when she got pregnant of mm -hmm. me. So she, she was the same. She was always a go-getter and, okay, I'm going to handle this. And if I want something, I'm going for it. And she did. She was... Um, I don't like to word, use the word successful, but she reached what she wanted to go for, basically, in music. And from a very young age, I think I've just been... Uh, I've just been... Um, how do you say this? In... in, in, her, in her, 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 herence, in, in You inherited? <laughs> inherited this from her, partially. Mm -hmm. And I was always very sensitive when I was young and very much fairy-like and just going after I want. That's typical Sagittarius also. So, but then in combination with going, coming from a past where I did not have that stable youth because, mm -hmm. because of she, she was a musician, I always felt really alone and... It's not that she obviously didn't raise me well because she did the best she could and I love her very much. But there was a big structure missing in my life. For example, my father's side and it was never stable at home. Mm -hmm. So I've always been in kind of, okay, I'm independent. I can do this myself. Yeah. Plus being sensitive and then being at a bachelor degree where and and, and and you also said because we just recorded this transmission me with my mic and you with your shore mm. mic yes and then you said the first time I, I sang into this mic I was five years old yeah that's true yeah so how this did, how, mic, did uh, yeah. how did uh, the musicality came into your life what was your first um what was your first expression in it because obviously your mother brought it into your life yeah But what was your first um, a flavor of it uh, to taste it yourself? Mm, I think there was... Um, my mom was a very big fan of, um, of different artists, but I remember one of them was uh, uh, Celine Dion with the song I Think Twice. This is as far as my memory goes now to answer you this question. So I remember being such a big fan of this song that I first performed it for the anniversary of my grandmother and grandfather's uh, party. I think I was about seven or something. Oh, wow, yeah. Going on stage and singing Think Twice. <laughs> very young girl. Xavier, think about it now, this song. Um, I don't know the song by, by heart. But. Yeah, baby, think twice. So, na, na, na. don't know the lyrics anymore <laughs> I will let you hear afterwards <laughs> very interesting love song 
So this is and her always being also in uh, cafes and bars. They also owned a cafe and a bar. Mm. So that gave me a very easy open stage to just grab the mic and go on the on the on the pool table and 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 just do my thing, you know. And were you ever like really shy or just a natural no. born performer? I was never shy. Ah, wow. No, yeah. no, no, no. I was never shy, and um, I think. Putting it all together, not being shy, feeling very sensitive, um, going through a lot of shit and struggles in your life, which which forces you to to look at other ways to heal yourself and mm-hmm. look at the mm-hmm. bigger picture. And then just automatically being drawn to spiritual awakening to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. I think those are all the main aspects why at one point I... I got to learn about numerology and I got to learn because more. How, how old were you when you first did your first steps on the yeah, the more esoteric or spiritual field? I were your parents for instance spiritual? No, 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 not at all. Well, I like to say that everyone is spiritual, but mm. they were not they are too sober, they're too down to earth. Um I think the first really where I was consciously aware of it was when I was in Australia when I was 19, mm-hmm. sitting on the top of the cliff and realizing like life is so big mm. and I'm so small but at the same time so big. Mm. So I think it started then and then getting more in touch with Buddhism and Friends of mine were meditating. One friend of mine comes from a Buddhist family. Mm. Then seeing more and more numbers on my phone and I got intrigued. I was like, why do I every time... It was like... Oh, the angel numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It was nearly like... um, um, Yeah, my soul was just drawn to get more knowledge of what, Mm -hmm. what was going on. So yeah, putting that all together led me into those kind of events in the creative, like how cool would it be if we have those spiritual awakening inside of a party vibe where we can also do a tarot reading and where there is yoga and where there is massages and numerology reading and where there's Buddhists everywhere. It can be so much more lighter and vibrant and higher frequency. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. the first thing. Were you already DJing then? No, 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 no. So wow, what a leap! <laughs> yeah, what a jump! Yeah, like, hey, let's start and do a whole festival. Yeah, <laughs> wow. And did you? When did you start DJing? So DJing arrived actually when I was here on Ibiza. When. Okay, so when I arrived in Ibiza, after two weeks, I fell in love with my now ex-boyfriend. He is a DJ. Mm -hmm. And I started to sing on top of his uh, sets when he was playing. But those vocals were generally in English and quite deep, but not... they didn't resonate fully. It, it was like my soul said, like, Meh, you're getting there, but it <laughs> go yeah. a little bit deeper, so to speak. And then our relationship ended uh, very intensely. Um, it 
I went completely down the drain because of this relationship. Um, once again, actually, I went down the drain because I just arrived in Ibiza two years before mm. recouping myself from that burnout and heart problems, then entering into a, actually quite a toxic relationship, going again down the drain, trying to detach myself from that. So that's when I got like, wow, okay, I need to dive deeper into spiritual mm. awakening. How can I help myself and really, 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 really change my life for the better yeah. once and for all? So I started to look on uh, spiritual music playlists and I found Deva Premal. Mm. Um, so for the ones who don't know her, the Sanskrit, famous Sanskrit singer singing mantras. And I decided to train myself to sing mantras three times a day according to whatever I felt was needed at that po point. So either the Lakshmi for abundance or um, the Mula mantra for invocation of letting go and rebirth or whatever. Um, and that changed my mindset so much. It made it so much more calm. Mm. And then at one point I got the idea, okay, how, why am I not singing these kind of mantras on electronic music? Mm. So I found a girl, she was a DJ, is a DJ, and she said, wow, your voice is incredible. Can we team up? Can you sing when I'm playing? Mm -hmm. So I said, yes, but it's going to be English and Sanskrit. Okay, that's super cool. Let's try it. So we did for one summer. And then I remember at, at one point she said to me, um, Lotus, can you maybe sing something a little bit, a little bit um, less sensitive? <laughs> and I started laughing. I was like, this is confirming my intuition. Um, no. We have the dog. <laughs> We have the dog here. Trying the dog wants to be on the show too. Oli. Oli. Oli, Oli. This is a really handsome dog, people. With green eyes. But he seems to know it. He, he knows it for sure. <laughs> he knows how handsome he is. So um, that made me laugh and it confirmed my intuition. Like, no, this is not going deep enough. And you clearly don't understand what I'm trying to do here. The bridge mm -hmm. I try to create. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to teach myself how to DJ. Two weeks later, I went to Holland to a friend of mine in Rotterdam. And we started off with vinyl. Well, those vinyl records, they <laughs> flew through the roof because I could not handle the, the hand movement on the vinyl. So I bought myself a controller and I went back home to Ibiza and started to learn how to DJ with digital, with USB and um, um, digital files, MP3s, WAV. Um, so yeah, that was end of 2018 and in 2019 I arrived in Thailand mm -hmm. and this is when my first DJing journey started and three months later I was DJing for Burning Man in Africa. That is crazy. That was my ninth DJ gig. That is crazy. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That is like manifesting powers, Yes, right? it is. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because you shared earlier on that you can be like of uh, um, intoxicated by your own uh, scarcity thinking, but that is like a good one to mm. to keep 
close. Like, wow. Ninth yeah. gig on Burning Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so so how did the the, the channeling start? Um, or let me put it differently. How did you discover? How did you discover you you how did you discover light language? Hmm. I I remember there was one moment I was sitting on a cliff meditating here in Ibiza and I actually just finished a mantra from Deva Pramal but I felt the urge to purge sounds and vocalizations and my mm. voice just felt like I I need to release more and I I, I just couldn't stop and I was like, wow, what's going on? Because it was it was a mixture of long exhales, um, sighs, uh, just different sounds um, with my fingers. I, I was shivering. I was like, oh my god, what what? Uh, nearly like my throat just completely opened up, and I was like, oh my god, this needs to be released. Hmm. But it was such a beautiful harmony and melody at the same time. And I felt I it was like I was in different realms, like completely. It was like I... Pff, Where were you sitting? I, I, on a cliff. On a cliff, just a regular cliff or near Svedra? <laughs> no, not near Svedra. No, no, no. It was near Cala Fedelia, actually. Mm. Um and it was just super, yeah, just super intense. Um, and I remember that... Chu. Um, What's your name again? Pluma. Another Pluma. Pluma. Fuera. Fuera. Pluma. Fuera, por favor. Fuera. Gracias, gracias. Fuera. Fuera. We'll give you love later on. So yeah, it was just really, um, I was so intrigued by how it brought me in a total different layer in my subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. That was the first encounter with light language, but and at that moment, alone, huh? yeah, but yeah, it, it feels like a strong initiation. It was, yeah, yeah, but at that moment, I did not realize it was light language. Mm-hmm. So then um, I had an ayahuasca journey in Thailand mm-hmm. with a shaman from Peru. Um, that came to me well two weeks before I was looking to go to Peru but all of a sudden the shaman was in front of my face in Thailand hey I'm doing an ayahuasca I still have one spot left manifestation powers wow again (laughs) I was like oh my god so obviously after the ayahuasca singing more in Sanskrit singing more in Native American prayers from the Lakota tribe and stuff Mm. just combining those layers and then perching the light language 
it just gave me such a power connection to source mm. and really like Oof, okay there's so much more than my monkey mind it, every time it feels like my heart is exploding and it's it's just releasing so much but still at that, that moment I still didn't know it was light language so then I remember um not long after when I was back in Ibiza. And, and did did you conceptualize it for yourself? No. It was just no. It was just like uh well, maybe like this fantasy language or something or just Yeah, that maybe that's a good idea. A uh, good idea, a good um, uh, yeah. gesture, yeah. Yeah, um no, I really, I never really put it in a box. It was more like flowing from my voice and it felt so natural. Mm. So I started to do that more. And then, yeah, not long after, it was actually Aura, beautiful woman here in Ibiza. She does light. Aura con- Ananda. Yes. Yeah, she's also in the show. <laughs> yeah, she also does the light code activation. And it was actually her saying to me like, um, what a beautiful light language I have, the frequency. And she said, you do realize this. And I was like, huh? Really? And I felt so, like, almost special. But then I realized, like, ah, so this is the language of my soul. Hmm. This is how I verbalize and this is how I clear. Mm. This is how I can heal myself and others and purge what doesn't belong in this energy field. Mm. Beautiful. Finding the light language as your medicine. Yes, yeah. it was coming home. It was like, so I I don't need to understand. Mm-hmm. And... Then I felt like, mm, but that's very special. And But then I also realized, no, it's actually not special because everyone from the core, in my opinion, from the true self has the light language. Obviously, some people are more tapped in because of the amount of meditation or the, or the um, plant medicine work that they do or the channeling that they do in regular. But it, to me, it's it's mainly the language of the soul of the higher self mm-hmm. yeah and for to me it's also like the languages of our multi-dimensional beingness definitely yes so I could imagine that some people maybe traveled last long mm. as souls yeah but i i do feel also that that there are so many people out there that yeah it's their sort of birthright almost mm. to to express themselves in yes this way that moves beyond the mind, right? Yes, and this is obviously still the beauty, like remember where you came from mm. and you know whether it's the so many different star constellations, of course, whether it's Sirius or Pleiadian or... Uh, whatever or is it you know my Akashic um, record healer she told me not long ago she said you have a very strong um, past um, coming from shamanic constellations Mm -hmm. and that also made really sense you know 
the more I seem to work on my shadow sides and step into my heart and my highest being, being of service, yeah. I feel more and more that I can hold this space in this 3D journey that we are in now to give back to the community. And you also started the native songs. Mm, yes. Yeah, I was very drawn to that as well without realizing why, but... And the native drums, all the native instruments, actually, the or ethnic instruments, depends how you how you want to verbalize it, obviously. But yes, Peru, I have a very strong connection with Peru, but I've never been there. No. But my... So who knows? Let's go there. Let's go there. <laughs> Vamos. Yeah. yeah. I also have a really strong connection with the... Yeah. With the shamanic uh, field, yeah, oh, but it's Amazon phrase. <laughs> with the Icaros, and whether it's like the more the medicine woman or like uh, hmm. the shamanic wizards or sorcerers, yeah, they can yeah. be really in my. And I all call that light language. Some people call it like earth language or whatever. I'm like, oh wait, that's way too complicated to make all these differentiations for me. Yeah. Makes sense. It's. I feel it's nice to tap into. Hmm, where is the origin of this field? Especially when a field keeps coming back. Yeah. Know? Then I like to know: is it more galactic? Is it like a star nation, or is it more earthly? Yeah. Well, what we had before felt really both galactic and star nation as well. It was really like, oof. Yeah, but I also felt some earthly realms. I have to listen back mm. to it too. To make sure what I really felt. In the end, we are it all, right? Yes. All, all is us. So. We don't have to choose. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of it, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so... Yeah, so Aura... Aura brought it into your awareness. Yeah. Yeah, because she said you first saw light language as something that's for only for more evolved people. So then the first thing was like to embrace like... Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Let's get back to humbleness, hum, 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 humility. Yeah. It, it reminds me of that feeling you got on that uh, cliff that you said, uh, that you felt so humble and so great at the same time. Mm. Where was it? In, uh, Close to Calafadilla. Yeah. Yeah. That you had both of these feelings at the same time. Yeah. Maybe a bit like Oh, no, that. Australia, you meant. Australia, yeah, Sorry. I thought it was Australia. So many cliffs in my life. <laughs> There's thousands of them. Let's do a few more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, um, what, what helped you to really... Well, maybe because you are such a performer, such a natural performer, did you ever encounter any shyness around starting to do the light language in your DJing? Never. Never? Never. Oh, wow. For me, that was such a journey. Really? Yeah, it started with this podcast to trick myself into doing my coming out. <laughs> I really felt like... I'm coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told this before to the listeners, but I have I have gay friends, mm -hmm. two uh, women, and they said to me, like, when I first had my first clip on Facebook, they said, okay, Iris, we had a coming out as as gays, 
but your coming out <laughs> was like ours was like shattered by, <laughs> compared to your <laughs> come out oh my god in the onesie with uh yeah whole freaking star wars crew <laughs> passing by the cosmic microphone <laughs> yeah no Oh, so cool. You didn't have anything uh, no. of such sort of um, no, my shyness. No, my shyness was more really in the DJing, which I still can have. And obviously so, there are some days that my voice still feels quite rough. Mm -hmm. And this is when I get nervous, mm. but not shy. I'm super grounded in sharing the light language. And it's more... Um, yeah, some days, yeah, that I can feel a bit more nervous, but not shy. Hmm. No. So nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, probably a combination of shyness and maybe also feeling too awkward or not accepted because it can be so weird. Hmm. Oh, so liberating if you didn't have all that. Maybe it's also because I I do feel that this is the good thing about Ibiza. Nothing mm. is too crazy here. So That's obviously so we true. are <laughs> we are having the platform. Like I I would be feeling more shy if I would go to the dam in Amsterdam yeah. and with my feather and my <laughs> and native fourth of May or something. And some light language channeling. I would be way more shy <laughs> for the king and the queen. <laughs> yes. Well, good idea. Let's propose that for yeah. next King's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Another plan is born. <laughs> yes. We keep going. No, yeah. Freda. Freda. The dog keeps finding it very interesting to, mm -hmm. to lick the microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, we also talked about, like... Mm, Because is light language something for you that you're always able to tap into? Yeah, we were talking about it the other day, I remember. Um, in general, yes. But considering I'm still a 3D human in this 3D experience, where also I struggle sometimes still with my journey, um, I would love to say that every day I feel completely grounded and um but do you have to feel grounded to channel because well, I, I, mean, I sometimes for instance do it also to get more grounded or yeah true same but if I'm Because I'm the yellow human, maybe I should explain it like that. Because I'm the yellow human, <laughs> the yellow human, eh? Yeah. Hey. People imagining now like, oh, I want to see a picture of this lady. <laughs> yes. Oh, doggy, come on. Um, because um, I'm, I, I can be, when I'm not grounded, I can be too much in my mind. And that mm. sometimes holds me from falling sinking into my heart and mm. channeling so yeah I think um, most of the time yes of course I'm able to to channel and it's it's enlightening me and it's bringing me back to the connection to source and helping me to purge and verbalize 
the energies that are in my field or in my mind even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think we also discussed like that the quality can differ. Yes. For instance, I can anytime, you can wake me up anytime. I can be as dull as whatever or sleepy or tired or grumpy. I can always uh, open the channel and speak languages. Hmm. But there sure is a difference when it's really, when you really feel like, oh, whoa, this was a strong one or this yes. was a, this, this was one that I, that you can actually like, um, feel it in your whole body like mm. a shower of tingles or yes yeah whatever yeah and this sometimes comes very at least to me also very un- unexpected sometimes mm. when i'm performing i can have tracks that at one point i showed you a video the other day where yeah. i was i just i don't have any other tool than just perch and then there's this shower of light language from one second to another coming out with long exhales and like and then I'm standing there performing like my whole body shivering tintling tingling and then after I need to it's like and I really need to shake shake it off what just happened yeah and those are indeed the intensity moments that we cannot always control and then I know like wow okay this was so tapped in and so necessary Mm -hmm. and it's interesting that it's a lot of times when I'm in the fields of where there's more drug and alcohol use slash abuse yeah, because this is also what fascinates me. Because I notice myself, I've spent years and years in that field with much pleasure. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> I couldn't count the times I was completely drunk or wasted or on um, on ecstasy. Yeah, so I used to love that field, and I actually I still love the um, the techno and the house scene, mm. but the frequency of the chemical drugs I just less and less resonate with also the frequency of alcohol I hardly drink anymore Mm -hmm. while I used to be such a big big fan of oaked chardonnay (laughs) with some cheese platters oh yeah yeah so um but that's like almost totally gone out of my life and um Mm, how is it for you to because it's it's really part of your mission to be the bridge there also right mm, or yes. mainly mainly it is yeah. the mission yes can you speak about how you um yeah what drives you in this mission um but also how you relate to it yourself because maybe it also changed over the years for you uh, I was the same like you, also really much enjoying the, um, those party scenes and really um, I could lose myself a lot in drugs and alcohol when I was young, uh, but at the same time I lost so many friends because of that. Mm. I was able to get out of that scene, but I lost quite some friends. Either like they really lost, lost, or they were just... Both. 
lost, mm-hmm. lost, they died or oh. they went into psychosis and are, oh. had to go years and years in therapy. Friends mm-hmm. who had suicide attempts. Um, so being so sensitive, as I shared, this, this was really like, wow, you know. There's so much drug and alcohol abuse in this scene. And um, that made me realize the difference between the frequency of sound, Mm. the frequency of light language, Mm -hmm. of Sanskrit, of Native American prayers or ethnical prayers, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. ancient prayers, ancient medicine hymns, Mm -hmm. and electronic music nowadays um which is beautiful but it it does have a lower frequency because most of the tracks are simply not being produced on for example the love frequency 432 hertz or 528 hertz mm-hmm. so i saw a very interesting field there i was like hey i really enjoy electronic music but i also know the power of medicine, music, spiritual music. How can I create that bridge for us to enjoy the dance industry, but enjoy it even better? Because Mm -hmm. we don't need to use so much drugs and alcohol, and we don't need to listen to sounds all the time, like nights in a row or the whole night long, that are not on healing frequency. Yeah. So this is where I said, okay, I enjoy what I do. I know how I can sing. This this has been my lifelong story already. I get so much energy and healing from these mantras. Why I don't sing them live on top of electronic music. And I will try to convert the tracks that I find as much as possible into healing hurts. Mm -hmm. So that we also listen not only to the high frequency of the vocals that I sing, but also the tracks that I use are being played on a much better subconscious reaching um, frequency. Wow. All in the hope that everyone will take a little bit less MDMA or whatever they want to do or drink one glass of alcohol less. And in general, this is also the feedback what I get after I played. Yeah. That the energy was so high. Yeah. That they're just so high and not on either they don't want to leave the dance floor or they get so touched by the vocals and they don't always understand. But it doesn't mean that they need to understand because it's about the frequency. Yeah. And it's actually so interesting because if I look back at my own use of the chemical drugs, Mm. it is... Uh, it is a way to change my frequency. It it feels as if it comes from a heart desire mm. to be in the high frequency. But it's just you know, it's just a solution that uh, yes is only nice for a short short time. Yeah. Or actually, there are lots of people who don't have any after effects, but I surely did. Yeah, <laughs> so me too. It was really yeah. a short-term pleasure solution. But of course, this is when we only read, uh, reach, reach, reach the chemical aspects, because MDMA, for example, is only raising your endorphin, mm. but it has nothing to do with your soul. 
has nothing to do with opening your heart. Whereas, as you know, cacao or wachuma, um, those kind of plants or mushrooms, whatever, mm. this is heart opening and this is this is a plant. So it's not chemical. It's literally connecting to the organisms in your body, in yeah. your soul. Yeah. Yeah, and it is fascinating though because ecstasy does sort of by the increased levels of the endorphin, mm-hmm. it does the sort of um, diminish the voice of the ego. Mm. So it does increase the ability to love freely, mm-hmm. and this was one of the best advantages when I first started. Mm doing it but then I was around uh, 16 or so so at a certain point you saw yes. the, the advantage is a bit uh, you know you took the medicine um, then it's gone mm-hmm. yeah but it was a bit of a side street of course from what you were saying um, but it feels like um, um, yeah you were saying that you 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 expose them to these frequencies yeah yeah, I try. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you do so. But yeah, it's more yeah. like if they're aware of it. Yes, uh, that's what yeah. I mean with I try. But you know what? That's okay because mm, this is this is a mission that's really purging from my heart. I don't know what else to do with my life than being behind the DJ decks and using my voice and give all my love and energy at that moment. It's like my avatar self is taking over. It's like, here, take this empowerment, take this love, take this healing. Hmm. And that just makes me go sky high. I remember in Mexico last January, I was performing and the promoter actually got a bit angry (laughs) because uh, I was not the headliner. I was programmed before the headliner Mm. and the promoter got angry because he said to my manager, she is being the star of the night. (laughs) You were not allowed. (laughs) You were not allowed to. Can she please shine a little less? Can you dim her light a bit for us, please? Because, exactly. Because the star of her night is, cannot shine over her. <laughs> so my manager, she started laughing. And she was like, yeah, but this is how she always plays. This is what she does. Yeah. So then you shouldn't book her. You shouldn't. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, now I'm doing my best and it's still, and then it's still not good, you know, but. It's too good. It was too good. <laughs> I was too like, good. okay. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And you, you um, can also choose to just do the aesthetic dance. Um, just to the aesthetic dance audience. Um, well, what keeps you in the what keeps you in the the other scene as well? Because um, I mainly no, not um, when I'm in the aesthetic dance scene. So also the aesthetic dances that I organize myself. It keeps me connected to the spiritual field, and it keeps me connected to a little bit in a deeper layer of the tribe that is coming to the connect to those ecstatic dances because they are already in the spiritual 
awakening field. Mm-hmm. So the connection with them is easier. And ecstatic dance allows a little bit more to connect in a more intimate way. Keeps me intimate, keeps me grounded, keeps me working on myself as well. Mm-hmm. But there's already so many ecstatic dance DJs. Mm-hmm. And they are already doing good, super good in what they're doing. I don't see the need there. I see the need, especially also in a crazy chaos that we're living in at the moment to really create more that bridge into a field where there is more drug and alcohol abuse, where they can use more intimacy and a higher frequency of sound. Hmm. Because this is where the healing is needed the most. It's really easy to bring healing to a healed person. (laughs) But the healing needs to be done on the person that needs it the most. That's like, well, I'm drowning. Okay, let me try to help you. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, beautiful. And um, I think we're moving into the, the, the two last questions. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask you, uh, if you, if you look back at um, where you are now and taking into account that there are often a lot of listeners just, you know, opening their channel or didn't open it yet maybe or are playing with it um what would be your best advice the thing that helped you a lot to be where you are right now maybe also with regard to just freely expressing your soul hmm What helped me a lot is, first of all, my diet. It Mm. sounds very simple, but it's true for me, at Mm. least, to really... Everything that we put inside our body is directly connected to the mind and therefore keeping us away from our purest alignment, our Mm. purest soul. So I would, to keep it easy, I would say eat as much pure and clean as possible um, try to what helped me a lot as well is Wachuma San Pedro to mm-hmm. really sink more and more into my heart pure mm-hmm. cacao from Guatemala or Peru helped me a lot to sink more and more into my heart um, microdosing mushrooms as well all to get out of that mind and heal and that uh, try to create I think a daily routine for yourself so whenever you're too much in your mind and therefore you cannot express yourself too much or you don't know how to express yourself journal journal all your thoughts out of your mind hmm. and so so to speak just just start to express yes start yeah. to express but from the heart so know yeah. that the heart always wins the mind from the mind mm-hmm because the mind is the ego which we need as well it helps us to become aware of certain things but the ego often is also putting us so much down but the heart is shining so bright it's so pure it's so empowering and 
whoever is listening now, just know that you are perfect the way you are and we need you. Mm-hmm. We need yes. you just to be. Just We need all of us. Yes, yeah. but just <clears throat> to be. Yeah. You don't need to prove yourself. You don't need to run after things. Just do what makes you the most happy because this is your service to the world. And then yeah. you will express automatically in flow. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love that. For me, it's also really been like a big journey to shift. It's just how we are raised also, you know, to Hmm. first go from the mind. And um, also the more smart and analytical you are, the more successful you are, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. And then to totally relearn to have that analytical mind just as a tool to express what's inside from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And for me also, the light language itself helped me help me move beyond the mind and into the heart. Exactly. Yes. As, um, yeah. Definitely. Super powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I love how you sketch a lot of really profound and big topics uh, <laughs> in just this little advice. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome. And then the most silly question. Silly. Yeah. Okay, silly question. Do you know what a onesie is? Oh my God! Yes, because I saw it. Yeah. They're so comfortable. Me. They're so comfortable. Yeah. So now, if you close your eyes, mm. and you could totally freak out and put in all your dimensions and expressions, and you would be this awesome, awesome onesie what avatar what would you look like avatar like an avatar yes the blue one in the movie yes (laughs) with the big tail and big ears and yes wow definitely Mm. i already knew the answer before you finished the question i always wanted to be an avatar yes (laughs) of course cool could yeah. you imagine and why an avatar first of all it's my favorite movie mm. why wow actually now i'm saying this actually i started to this was in the same period as i did as i start to vocalize light language mm. because they for me they also have they sing to this tree right yeah and they yeah. they also have this kind of light language Language, yeah. <laughs> light language, language. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a light uh, language. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, I, I found it so intriguing and they remind me maybe of my, where I come from or they remind me of the Pleiadians as well. Mm. They really, yeah, do you know there's an Avatar 2 coming? They, it's going to be released on my birthday this year. <laughs> What? There's an Avatar 2. Wow, it's going to be a birthday December. <laughs> yes, I know. I will definitely think of you. <laughs> Maybe you'll be here with me in Ibiza or in Mexico. We can mm. watch it together. <laughs> or we can find a ripoff and we can watch think, it before in the summer. I think we have another plan. Hmm? <laughs> what? We have another plan. Oh my God, we should get a sketchbook <laughs> and write everything down. Definitely an Avatar. And you? Me? Yeah. Oh, shit, you're asking me. Yeah. Oh, lordy. Um, 
<laughs> I feel so busted. Now I have to really think long. Oh. I would definitely have eagle wings. Mm. A blue monkey's tail. Mm. Oh, I love so many animals. Mm. Oh, where are we supposed I to would choose love an to you could have chosen anything. Okay. <laughs> if you wanted to be a tomato, it would have been cool too. <laughs> I, I respect, I'm very inclusive with this question. Good. Yeah, so eagle wings, blue monkey tail, uh, deer's antlers. Mm. And then probably also the... I'm, I'm doubting between the deer's face and the eagle face. Mm. Yeah, I think the eagle face with the antlers. <laughs> it's getting a bit crazy. And, uh, and, and um, I would love it to be like, um, yeah, th this kind of color, you know, like the... The bluish, greenish colors. Green. One of my favorite with some, colors. With some gold sprinkles. Are you connected and, and to maybe, Raphael? I, I want a rainbow somewhere. I need a rainbow too. On your for, heart. Hmm? On your heart. A rainbow on my heart. Yes. Yeah. Or on your third eye. Yeah. Rainbow antlers. <laughs> yes. Rainbow antlers, it will be. Yeah, because then we also have the iris frequency. Oh, so, yeah. if we would have had some mushroom chocolates right now, I would have not stopped laughing for the next three <laughs> hours hearing you say that. <laughs> I want rainbow antlers. Oh, I yeah. want a rainbow, <clears throat> rainbow something too. No, maybe I, I want to be an avatar, but with a unicorn. I was thinking this unicorn for you, but I thought I shut up mm, and just let you yeah. fantasize about it yourself. Yeah, it was good. But I, I already felt it for you. Yeah, really? A unicorn, yeah, definitely. And I need fairy wings, though. Fairy wings. I want some fairy dust coming off my eagle wings. <laughs> <laughs> because if I learned one thing in all these years with all the channeling... Hmm. We think we have to choose, but we actually don't. No. We can have it all. Of course. <laughs> this is why we're multidimensional beings. Yes, we can have it all. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much hmm. for this lovely interview. Thank I feel we you. could talk for more and more and more. Yes. But it's already been, uh, I think, over an hour. <gasps> wow. Really? Yeah, Guys, thank you so much long, for long listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. Yeah, and we might even do like another transmission mm. we might even do another transmission let's see if it works out with the DJing uh, mm. set and yeah. singing over it and if it doesn't we'll cut this out <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah thank you so so much for listening thank you so so much for 
having this awesome talk. Mm, thank you, sweetheart. And to it's my honor, my pleasure. To many more adventures. Sí, vamos. Chukui. Chukui. So with pride and joy, I present to you the dance track with both our vocals. And I love to give special credits to the song underneath, which is by Derun Metzizir, which we will leave a link to in the show notes as well. Put on your dancing shoes or go barefoot and enjoy.
So that was it for today. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe. If you like to support the show, leave a review at Apple Podcasts. This also helps others find it. Every other two weeks, we'll put up new episodes on Fridays. Of course, I'm curious to know how you experience this or what you'd like to experience. I love hearing from you. For details on where to find me or my guests, please check the show notes or connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. See you next time and be well meanwhile.